Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So we concluded the interview yesterday with the FBI whistleblower. I've got a clip for you in the beginning. It's going to air tomorrow. Uh, folks, some of the stuff on January 6th and the FBI's ability to gather information on you in a nearly unlimited manner was uh, an eye-opener. I don't want to oversell things, even though in this business you're supposed to do that. I'll play a clip for you coming up in the beginning. Loaded show for you today. A lot to talk about. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without a VPN. It's like going out to walk your dog without a leash. Most of the time you may be okay, but what if they run away? You don't need those problems. Protect yourself. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got a teaser on that FBI video. Another revelation of another potential FBI scandal, shockingly. And I have persistently warned you about cancel culture's eagerness to lock you out of the financial economy. Folks, the digital dollar, the great reset, all this stuff is designed to make you poor and to completely lock you out of banking. More evidence of this piling up right now with a couple, more than one disturbing story in one day. Our first sponsor, Adam right here. Talk about it. Relief Band. This is the Relief Band Sport. This is the Relief Band I actually used to get me through uh, chemo, which really was no good. Two thumbs down for chemo. Two big thumbs up for Relief Band. Listen, check out Relief Band. It's the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness. My daughter uses it for that. She gets sick on the boat sometimes. Not my boat. I don't have a boat, but my friend's boat. Anxiety, migraines. That's what Paula uses it for. Hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. Whether you need everyday relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says. It will, it's a relief band. It's a band that provides relief. Work like a charm for me. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. We've got an exclusive offer just for Bongino Show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Head to reliefband, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com, reliefband.com, reliefband.com. This is the Relief Band Sport, pretty cool too. Use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, Joseph, let's go. No binders or fillers. No, no, not for this show. We don't need them. The show is lean and mean. Check this out. So we interviewed uh, FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin yesterday. It's going to air tomorrow exclusively on our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Bongino. Video-wise, it'll be available uh, audio on Apple and uh, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. I wanted to play a little cut, about 45 seconds. Folks, we covered a lot of material. Uh, the material is pretty devastating, and it's going to hurt to hear because I think you thought you lived in a free country, uh, maybe Fewer people think that after the Trump era and what they did to him, but we covered the targeting of parents who spoke out at school boards, how devastating that was. The FBI becoming like a vacuum cleaner for intelligence now, not focusing on criminal investigations and why they're doing that. Criminal investigation, they got to close out one day. An intelligence investigation, keep it open on you forever. You may have one now. You may not know. Listen to the interview. You'll see what I mean. Here's a little teaser where he talks about January 6th and how it changed everything. Check this out. The FBI has bought in 100% to the hype of January 6th. They have said it's the biggest investigation they've ever done, bigger than 9-11. To me, that's incredible. I got the leads that came out of those cases. It's the most uncomfortable thing to know about once you realize where it is. It's one of the reasons why I asked to get out of there. 
because I didn't want to be involved in that. So I've been contacted by a whistleblower from the FBI. It's a patron who had a very recent experience inside the Bureau. He's ready to speak out publicly about all he saw in there and what else is to come next. Don't miss this exclusive interview only on The Dan Bongino Show. Check it out at rumble.com slash Bongino. So don't miss that. Tomorrow will be part one. Friday will be part two. Folks, honestly, I thought we would film about 35, 40 minutes of content for each show. We uh, blew past that. I mean, we, we may have to kind of edit even down some. I mean, it was, I could have talked to this guy all day. There was so much information there. Uh, really good guy. And uh, this needs to be said. If we can't reform our FBI. We're not going to have a constitutional republic. You can't have the guys who have the guns and the badges targeting Americans for political reasons. I think that goes without saying, correct? Speaking of which, another uh, scandal brewing right now I wanted to cover before we move on to the rest of the show. John Solomon in his Just the News site. Be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to subscribe. It's free. And read this article yourself. So apparently there are new allegations emerging that FBI management may have censored an agent's report warning of political influence in cases. Chuck Grasley's asking questions again. So what happened here? There is this agent's um, committee. Uh, they, they, they report on basically what the agents in the field concerns are to management. It's kind of like, like an employee inbox. You get it? A formal kind of employee inbox. So apparently... A number of people in the FBI, agents doing the work on the ground, had some complaints about political influence in their cases. So they pitched that to this committee and wanted them to pass it on to management. Well, Grasley's uh, saying that his office received allegations that the advisory committee, made up of agents from the field, raised concerns with FBI Director Ray. Politics has infected the FBI's investigative decision-making, but those concerns, shocker Joe, got excised from the final report. No. That, I know you're stunned. Holy I know you're stunned. Cow. Elizabeth, I'm coming. Get the nitro tabs. I know it's yeah. a shocker. Again, it's an allegation. I treat everyone, even agencies, fairly. But the allegations just keep piling up and piling up. And it's kind of weird how the FBI hasn't had a really good comment on this and has no response for John Solomon's report. Folks, Christopher Ray has got to go. Sanitizing a committee report about politics and cases as we're trying to clean politics out of the FBI. Here's one piece of good news before I move on. After speaking with the whistleblower yesterday, um, he said to me, there is a network of people at the ground level of the FBI who were fed up and had enough. Folks, this is a good sign. It warms my heart. You know, I left my job for uh, objections to the Obama administration, not necessarily for objections to the Secret Service at the time. But this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. The network of whistleblowers is expanding. He assured me that a number of people with boots on the ground, um, you know, like Twisted Sister, they're not going to take it anymore. Although Dee Snyder's a total lib. But you get the point. Listen to the interview tomorrow. You'll see what he's talking about. A lot of concerns. We even go into the COVID vaccine, what they did with that. Shocking information, really. Okay. Um, listen, I've warned you persistently because it's been a big concern about the festering, metastasizing cancer of cancel culture. And what did we say? I mean, I've been saying this since we were in Maryland. My biggest fear in the censorship uh, war going on right now, the left is waging against us with big tech. My biggest fear, if you had to triage them and say, what's the tip of the spear, what bothers you the most and be the most devastating? You say, what is it, being censored on Twitter and YouTube? That sucks big time. But no, that's not it. 
You can alter politics and everything with that if you lock people out of Twitter and, uh, and YouTube because they won't be able to get their side of the argument out, right? That's bad. What I find even more frightening is the concerted effort by financial institutions, big you know, equity and financial firms like BlackRock and others, big tech, liberal lawmakers, and banks to lock you out of the financial system. Now do you see why the um, digital currency wars bother me so much? See, a, a stopgap, it's not going to be convenient, but a stopgap to locking you out of the digital financial system, to be clear when I mean you, I mean conservatives, making sure you can't bank, PayPal, Venmo, financial processing online, Stripe, making sure you can't use any of them. Your business would probably go under. Remember, Joe, remember COD back in the day? Remember cash on sure delivery? Do. They used to have it there. We'll yeah. take COD. Nobody does COD anymore. You would effectively be locked out of an economy. However, you may still be able to survive because you could go to the supermarket with cash and get food and maybe pay your rent in cash. Maybe you could use money orders. I don't know. Super inconvenient. The reason they want the digital currency is they want to lock you out of that possibility too. They want to starve you to death. They want you out of the financial economy. They will do anything to do it. I have warned you repeatedly that this is the biggest problem. It is growing financial warfare. They want you debanked. They want you to not be able to process credit cards in your computer. Hence, paralleleconomy.com, which I'll get to in a second. I don't want to make this about us, but it's important. Here's what I mean. Watch this video. So there's a website out there, Daily Skeptic. They express skepticism about, which skepticism is part of you know free speech, of course. They express skepticism about uh, mandates and the COVID, some of the COVID stuff they did. So perfectly entitled to do that, not breaking any laws. Well, here's a news report about what happened to them. Apparently, PayPal says, no, nah, you guys don't get to speak. You will accept the, quote, science and shut your mouth. Check this out. The popular Daily Skeptic online newspaper, which has challenged some of the orthodoxy around COVID measures and climate change, has effectively been defunded by PayPal, who will not allow payments to be made through their platform anymore. And the Free Speech Nation, which provides the services of lawyers and other experts to protect just that, has met the same fate. Folks, it's not, listen, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Now, there's good news to this. This isn't all bad news. The good news is these people in the short run are winning. There's no doubt. We, 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 we shouldn't pretend otherwise. Haven't won, they're winning. They're censoring uh, with Daily Skeptic. There's another one coming up next. I'll show you about it on Tucker last night. They're censoring anyone who goes against the woke uh, totalitarian narrative. PayPal, Stripe, all of them. They want you locked out. The good news is they have really woken us up. I think we took for granted for a long time the idea that the free and open market, free economy was going to be available to all of us and the political leanings of the CEO and the board didn't matter. Everyone has now been disabused of that notion. Everyone. You need, everyone needs a big awakening right now. You need to get away from these people. I'm not telling you it's a good idea. I'm telling you it's a necessary idea. There is nothing I would like more, nothing, I assure you, than to never have this conversation and say, Stripe, PayPal? Yeah, good business model, good company. What do we care about the, uh, the, the boss's politics? He doesn't bother us. That would be a great conversation. I don't care if he's a liberal. All I care about is he believes in business and free markets. Though he or she, they don't. They don't. They believe politics first, 
Politics second, politics third. There is no fourth. And you are going to be the victim. You will be locked out of this economy. It is only a matter of time. If you are a business that express any conservative leanings, you are next. Here, so there's this group, Gays Against Groomers, trying to prevent the grooming, sexual grooming of kids. You think, my gosh, that's a, that sounds like a good cause. Not if you're a totalitarian leftist like PayPal. PayPal strikes again. Here's from the Tucker Carlson show last night. Check this out. Jamie Mitchell has been one of the leading voices against this. She founded the group Gays Against Groomers, and they are groomers. Gays Against Groomers has exposed the sexualization of children in our country's schools and the mutilations that are occurring in so-called gender clinics. Grotesque. But that's not allowed. So Gays Against Groomers, for trying to defend children against mutilation and the sexualization by adults, has been punished. Two leading payment processors, in fact, the two biggest ones, PayPal and Venmo, which is owned by PayPal, have shut it down. It's folks, it's only a matter of time. This is financial ideological warfare. I kid you not. I've been warning you on this show. Joe is my witness since we were doing this show in my basement, Saverna Park. I knew it. You have to understand the left knows that they're being that they don't dominate the ideological leaning on the Supreme Court. It's five, four, uh, Oh, Dan, it's 6-3. It's 5-4. Roberts is a liberal. Forget that. It's 5-4 conservatives, okay? They know any case that makes it to the Supreme Court is likely going to land in the free speech basket, not the censorship totalitarian basket the leftist wants. You understand that? They can't get around the Constitution in that matter. Their endgame, at least for now, until they tilt the Supreme Court, doesn't work. So they haven't given up on that. They just move to a parallel pathway, which is, well, if we can't legally censor you, We can de facto censor you by pushing companies to make sure if you speak, you can't earn any money. Folks, this is why I started ParallelEconomy.com. This is the website. Uh, Again, my apologies. I'm not trying to promote anything or make money off you to do this. I'm trying to establish a literal parallel economy. The money is a secondary concern. I've got enough. We're good. Please, if you're using Stripe or these payment processors, Get off of them as soon as you can. I can't emphasize, again, in strong enough terms, you will be next. Do it now before it's too late and you're struggling. Here's the website. It's paralleleconomy.com. We can process your payments. Uh, we can, we're not a, we're a censorship-resistant ecosystem here for a number of reasons. Folks, please, it's the only way. You got to get away from these people. They're maniacs. Let Stripe and PayPal do their own thing in their own censorship universe. They will collapse in their own time. Censorship is not a business. It's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight. We can win this game. We've done it before. We did it in the news business. We can do it again. They used to dominate the media too. That doesn't happen anymore. Here's another reason you need to get away from these people. This is kind of an update story. It's something I brought up a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. There is a growing danger of using the financial system not only to censor you, but to surveil you and watch you to do things the government can't do. I just said it. Liberals understand they can't legally, because of the Constitution, censor your speech through laws. They can't. So they're going to use the financial system to de facto censor you. Well, what's another constitutional right you have that the Libbies hate? Well, they absolutely hate your Second Amendment right to defend yourself and your family, too. Now, the federal government is prohibited from keeping a list of gun owners. 
Liberals realize that would never stand in the courts. So what do they do? They say, well, if we can't get a legal legislative list, then let's get a financial list with our financial liberal partners. Oh, what a great idea. Just the news. Read this article in the newsletter, Natalia Middlestadt. There's this union uh, bank here that's affiliated with unions, apparently, uh, according to this report, that's pushing for coding gun store purchases despite pro-gun union rank and file in the bank. The bank is called Amalgamated Bank. You're doing business with Amalgamated Bank. I suggest you read this story as soon as possible. They work with more than 1,000 unions, Amalgamated Bank. And they submitted an application to the International Standards Organization for a new merchant code. The code is the key to creating new tools that all financial institutions must now use to begin detecting and reporting suspicious activity associated with gun trafficking and mass shooting to FinCEN there. The government agency charged with safeguarding the financial system from illicit use, according to the bank's website. You get it? You see what's going on now? We told you about this new code. So just to be clear what they're talking about in very simple terms, this International Standards Organization is pushing credit card operations, Visa, MasterCard, Amex, and others, in conjunction with banks to process any gun transaction as a separate transaction. So they'll not a, a, a definable transaction. In other words, it's a gun, a separate merchant code, instead of just a retail purchase, right? Why? So folks, they have a you know, midnight run. Serrano's got the disc. So they'll have a disc. They'll have a list. They've always wanted a list. They legally can't do it. But if they can do it through the financial system by keeping a list of people who've purchased guns under that MCC, that merchant category code, they'll have the list anyway. Yep. Now do you see the bigger plan? You got a digital dollar. You've got universal background checks. And you've got the ability to detect through an MCC code who bought a gun. So the plan eventually is to use that digital dollar so there's no cash to make sure that that merchant category code, the left will eventually push for that digital dollar to not work under that merchant category code so you can't buy the gun. Another workaround. Yeah. there you go. Thank you, Joe. Over. Another Ron Klain workaround, just like the uh, yeah. vaccine mandate. Remember Ron Klain retweeting that, the workaround? See, that's the thing about a constitution. A constitution is not supposed to have workarounds. That's why it's a freaking constitution. They need the workaround. Now, do you see why they want the digital dollar? Track purchases, shut down purchases, watch the purchases, surveil the gun owners. The universal background checks, I've told you about a thousand times. That way, you know, when they knock on your door and say, hey, we saw you under this MCC try to buy this gun. Did you purchase the gun? Yeah, I purchased the gun. Oh, I don't have it. I gave it to my son. Really? Was there a background check on that? I don't have to do that. My son's on a prohibited possessor. Yes, you do. We have universal background checks now. Oh, here you go. Put your hands behind your back. You think this is by accident? The left is pushing for this for no reason? Come on, man. Come on. Unbelievable, man. All right, I got a story coming up next. Uh, We don't, again, do a lot of foreign policy, but a major, major escalation what's happening in Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, Vladimir Putin said something yesterday we should not in any way, shape, or form play down. When he says he's not bluffing, you better damn well take him seriously. Involves potential nuclear war. It's not the kind of thing you just gaff off. 
All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at We The People Holsters. Folks, when we build the parallel economy, it's important to support companies that uh, exist in that parallel economy, the freedom economy. We The People Holsters is one of them. This is my actual We The People holster for my Glock 43. has We The People on it. Fits so perfectly. These are the best holsters out there. As great as our holsters are, too. They have apparel, too. Their apparel's even better. Oh, look at that. A We The People shirt on right now. I, I honestly forgot I had one on. They, I love these shirts. I just remember it's made in the USA. If you love this shirt... This is available at wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. The team at We The People Holsters, we, we're decked out in their gear all the time because we love it. They're super comfortable, the shirts. They feel great. Every thread comes from the U.S. They're also, cha they changed the game with the revolutionary Freedom Holster. It's a modular platform with over 2,500 different holster configurations. Their website is something for every patriot, including thousands of printed holster options for you to choose from like this one right here. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now and start shopping. Pick up this Made in the USA shirt. I know you love it. I get a lot of emails about it. They're great. There's more of them too over there. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now. They have tons of shirt designs. Get an additional 25% off with the offer code Dan25. That's Dan25. The offer's not available anywhere except wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, no worries. Set it back for a full refund. It'll fit great. We the People Holsters supported this program for years. They've been a longtime sponsor. Let's support the great work they're doing. We the People Holsters.com slash Dan. We the People Holsters.com slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. That's Dan25. Check them out today. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, getting back to the show. Uh, folks, there's been a major escalation in the war in Ukraine. Again, we don't cover a ton of foreign policy. We have a lot enough of our own problems going on here to cover. Uh, but this is serious. Uh, Vladimir Putin is losing this war in Ukraine. Now, uh, no one should be dramatic or hyperbolic that uh, Vladimir Putin's army, uh, his Russian army, is going to collapse overnight. I think some of the prognostications about Ukraine's success are slightly overblown. Vladimir Putin still has a number of tactical advantages, but there's zero question, zero anymore, that Vladimir Putin's initial tactical plan has completely fallen apart. He's now holding on for dear life in Ukraine and many parts of the country. You know, I said in the beginning, Joe, do you remember when this first started in Ukraine months ago when we said, you know, uh, invading a country and holding a country are two different things? Yeah, sure do. As, you know, sadly, we learned many lessons about that. The Russian army overwhelmed Ukraine initially. But then this thing happens typically, Joe, where people say, you know what? I'm going to give you the double-barreled family friendly. Um, you're going to keep uh, killing our men and raping our women. And I think we're going to fight back and kill you too. And people get really pissed off. It wasn't some bold tactical uh, prediction I made. It's just, I mean, throughout history, this is supplied. Occupying a country and invading it are two separate things. Well, that's coming true right now. And Vladimir Putin is in a world of hurt. This matters, obviously, because it could involve World War III if this breaks badly. Holman Jenkins has a great piece in the Wall Street Journal where of Vladimir Putin's elite class over there, the wealthy, the Russian millionaires and billionaires that keep him in office, essentially, they're starting to get a little antsy. 
Vladimir Putin, as I'll show you in a minute, just uh, put together a mobilization plan to get more soldiers over there into Ukraine to serve as, uh, you know, meat magnets for bullets over there in Ukraine. Well, the elite class in Moscow and St. Petersburg has largely been left out of this. It's been the poor folks in Russia who are sending their kids to die. And Vladimir Putin doesn't give a damn about poor people in Russia. So Jenkins notes that Vladimir Putin knows something about his situation, that he's had a conspicuous policy to which everything else has been subordinated since the war went wrong. It's been to anesthetize uh, vital sectors of the population to the fact that a war's going on at all. Moscow and St. Petersburg's privileged 17 million people aren't going to protest in the streets if he doesn't conquer Ukraine. But they listen to this. But they might if he tries to drag their families into his deluded project. Folks, here's what I see. Have you get what he's saying here? The elite class, the the uh, the, the wealthy class, they've been left out of this. Their kids aren't dying yet. Well, folks, if their kids are next, you could see them be an uprising against Putin who will lose his financial and military support. And that could be the end of Vladimir Putin. That may, believe me, that may not be without consequence either. Okay, we got to understand that. You don't know who's going to take over. Here's how I see this thing going moving forward. Here's where I get really concerned. He's already declared a bunch of sham referenda in portions of uh, Donbass and areas he's occupied. So he occupied parts of Ukraine. He's going to put together some kind of fake vote. Uh, let's let people vote on if they want to be Ukrainian or Russian. Joe, how do you think that vote's going to turn out? It's going to turn out for Russia because it's Putin holding the vote. It's going to be, Joe, do you, you predict the turnout's going to be 99.9% turnout and 998 are going to say we want to be Russian because it's a fake vote. So then Putin's going to do what? Sham referendum first in the area. Second, he's going to declare it Russian territory. He's going to say, look, look, they said this is Russian territory. We took a vote. It'll be like the North Korea vote. And then what happens? When Ukraine takes back the part of its territory, they just held the sham referenda occupied by Russia in. What's Putin going to say? You invaded Russia. Time to call up the nukes. I'm not the only one saying this. I'm not the only one saying this. Once the nukes get called up, tactical battlefield nukes, we got a big, big problem. Here, Associated Press, Putin sets partial military call-up and says he's not bluffing on nukes. The partial call-up is why I put this headline in there, because if that starts involving Russian elites, Putin's going to have a big problem. He knows that. That's why he says he's not bluffing on nukes. Because I think he thinks if he's at risk of being deposed and he's got leaders loyal to him, Joe, it's quite possible he'll launch a tactical nuke. What does he have to lose at that point? He'll be dead soon. Right. What's the obvious problem then? Well, Daily Mail. Exclusive. America will retaliate with a devastating strike against Russia's Black Sea Fleet or bases in Crimea if Putin follows through in his threat to use nuclear weapons. Here's a problem, folks. I mean, a big problem that could immerse us in World War III. Hold the sham vote. Declare it Russian territory. Ukraine tries to take back its territory claimed by Russia. Russia claims they're attacking Russia, which is in fact Ukraine. Because of the attack on Russia, Putin says our sovereign territory is under attack. We're launching a tactical nuke. They launch a tactical nuke. America has to respond because nuclear fallout will wind up in NATO countries and they'll declare an Article 5 attack. Then what happens? America is going to have to jump in 
Well, they're, they, they don't, they're not obligated. We had a couple people on, but they will, at, at least according to this source, they will jump in and there'll be some kind of attack on Russia. Then what happens? Well, Russia obviously fights back and considers another tactical nuke, which creates a proliferation uh, cascade around the world and an escalation cascade. And then you have to ask the obvious question, which is, well, what does China do then? Folks, uh, again, I don't mean to depress you, but this is a parade of horribles. All right, Dan, well, what's the answer? If I had the answer, I'd, I'd slip it to Zelensky tomorrow. Zelensky and Putin, someone's going to have to within Putin's inner circle. As Jenkins says in his piece, if you read the whole piece, it's very good. I just put the part about the Russian elites. It's time to sit down and negotiate this thing out. You have two choices, World War III or some form of negotiation. That's it. Unfortunately, there's no middle ground here. Putin is not in a real trouble right here, especially if the elites and their kids start dying. All right. Uh, you know what? Let me get to my next sponsor. And then a little bit of uh, kind of relief from the uh, tense opening of the show. The FBI story, the financial market story. Uh, again, the good news is there will be resolution of this. We could have a Russian defeat. We could, it's certainly possible, have Putin... Uh, be deposed, and you could get a, you know a better Russia moving forward. It's possible. It's possible. All right, I got this coming up next. A video, one of the most racist things I have ever heard on television. How this woman, Sonny Hostin, is allowed to remain on TV is just disgusting. I know this woman. I met her a long time ago. She was an embarrassment back then. She's even worse now. Okay, today's show brought to you by Podium. The website is podium.com slash Bongino. From supply chain issues to increased demand, on top of everything else that business owners have to manage, the businesses who are thriving right now are the ones who are forward thinking. Podium helps your small business stay ahead of the curve with modern messaging tools that make it easy for your customers to connect with your business. From healthcare providers to plumbers, over 100,000 businesses are texting with customers through Podium. With Podium's all-in-one inbox, you can do even more than just chat. Get more online reviews by sending an easy-to-use link. Collect payments fast from anywhere and send marketing campaigns that actually get a response. All by sending a quick text. See how Podium can grow your business today. It's P-O-D-I-U-M. Don't be left out in the dust here. Watch a demo today at Podium.com slash Bongino. Your competitors are probably doing it already. Check it out. Podium.com slash Bongino. That's Podium.com slash Bongino. Podium. Let's grow. Thanks, Podium. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Um, I want you to watch this because, again, it's evidence of something I've spoken about repeatedly. It's the epidemic of bigotry on the left, and that's what it is. This isn't us playing silly identity politics like the left does with us. Unfortunately, it's a fact. You have people on the left like Sonny Hostin who choose to attack racial minorities who are conservatives uh, on their names, on their ethnicities, on their race. Uh, 
their sexual orientation, whatever it may be, uh, they attack them for those things because they're conservative. These are bigoted. It's always been bigoted. Uh, the left are the bigots. They've always been the bigots. And here is just more evidence. Here is Sonny Hostin on The View uh, making fun of Nikki Haley, uh, claiming Nikki um, is not her real name because she's somehow afraid of being Indian or something. That Joe, we're going to do a racisty check. Does that sound racisty to you? Just double check it on that one. Little kind of racist, yeah. Kind of racist. Yeah. yeah, I thought so yeah. too. Yeah, I thought so. Here's Sonny Hostin with the uh, racisty moment of the day. Check this out. Nikki Haley was incredibly effective governor what is her of real South name Carolina. Again? There, name some, there are some of by. us that can be chameleons and decide not to embrace our ethnicity so that we can pass. Sonny, so I don't that think don't that's fair. You go by a different name. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say because it. But. Most Americans can't pronounce Asuncion because of the undereducation. He brought up a good point, Joe. Do you notice they don't talk about Beto O'Rourke like that? I don't believe that's his name. I don't believe that. Isn't it Robert Francis O'Rourke or something like that? Do you notice they don't talk about him like that? You, nobody knows. It's kind of weird. I mean, it's, 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 it only seems to be conservatives. There's uh, Sonny Hostin, and really an embarrassment. I mean, I mean it, an embarrassment to the network. I mean every single syllable of that. A total embarrassment to her network, to leftism. To, I think she's an attorney, to attorneys everywhere. What a disgrace. You don't have to like Nikki Haley's politics, uh, folks. This is just embarrassing. All right, moving on. I don't waste a lot of time on her. I just want to show you again how the, you know, these are the same people who tell you with voter ID, you know, black people can't figure out how to get IDs. That sounds kind of racist to me, folks. Uh, big day today. Big day for the Fed. Mentioned it yesterday. There's going to be a rate hike today. There's no question an interest rate hike. The consensus opinion is going to be 75 basis points. I'm not sure, folks. It could be a full point. That's a big hike. We're still not where we need to be with real interest rates, meaning inflation will still persist. Uh, Jerome Powell needs to get on the ball with that. <clears throat> but let me just say and repeat, after today, uh, you're going to see this real estate market continue to get pounded, folks. Remember, people buy homes on a monthly payment. Very, very few people buy a home in cash. Very few. They pay on the monthly payment. When interest rates go up a point and you're taking a $500,000 loan, that monthly payment goes up a lot, which means your house is going down a lot. You are going to have to go from a four, $500,000 home to $400,000 to $300,000 each time the interest rates go up because the same monthly payment buys you less and less and less because the interest rate goes up and up and up, costing you more money. Simple math. Could have avoided this problem if we didn't print trillions of dollars to give away during the COVID stimulus to tell people not to work. But you know what? What do I know? Just basic economics. So I got more updates for you today. Uh, listen, man, today's a big show for us. It's going to be uh, before the FBI show. It's the last show I have to get this stuff out there. So I want to make sure I knock it all out. Remember the sheriff from Bear County, Javier Salazar, the guy who, uh, yeah, we're going to criminally investigate Ron DeSantis, that absurd ridiculosity. Yeah. So here's, I told you this yesterday, as if on cue, what did I say about the sheriff? I said, you know, I was a law enforcement guy. And if you're going to threaten a criminal investigation as the sheriff, you know, you're kind of obligated to do this thing. Um, you're obligated to actually produce a charge. You know, produce a charge and all. And I said, what's the charge? What did Ron DeSantis do? 
by sending illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, where they supposedly can go for a better life. I mean, it's a sanctuary place and all. And here's the exact quote from the sheriff. Jim Stinson put it on his Twitter account here. Again, like clockwork. At this point, I'm not able to definitively say, here's the statute that they broke, either federal, state, or local. But what I can tell you is that it's wrong. Just from a human rights perspective, what was done to these folks is wrong. So that's a, a, am I, that sounds to me like a political opinion. That doesn't sound to me like a legal approach. This is a political opinion, correct? What did I tell you yesterday? I said, this guy, I, I challenged him to call in my radio show. He's got no guts. He didn't call in the radio show yesterday. I challenged him on the air. We're on in Dallas, not far. We're on in a number of stations in Texas. I challenged him to call. He wouldn't call in because I wanted him to call in and tell me what's the charge. And I wanted him to indicate not only what the charge would be, but if he was willing to go in front of a grand jury or a judge or a magistrate and swear out that charge himself. Shocker, we heard nothing. Wouldn't call in. So we had Attorney General Ken Paxson call in, who expressed his disappointment with this buffoon. By the way, here's the sheriff, in case you want to know who this guy was. Here's a November 2020 article from News 4 San Antonio. It's disappointing. Sheriff was on the bus prior to viral incident with Trump supporters. Remember that incident where a bunch of truckers with Trump flags, they were following the Biden bus? Everybody made a big deal. Harassment, all this loser stuff. No one cared about the, you know, BLM Antifa people attacking Trump supporters. Yeah, who was on that bus? Yeah, the Biden bus? Yeah, the sheriff. That's who the sheriff was. It's on the bus. It, it, it is, yeah, Guy said it right. It is disappointing, just for all the wrong reasons on that headline. That headline that headline nails it, but not for the reasons they think. Of course, Ron DeSantis uh, sensing that this sheriff is a uh, political actor and not a legitimate, uh, serious law enforcement individual. Ron DeSantis was not going to let an opportunity go by to hit back, and that's why we love Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis strikes again. Ron DeSantis... Not missing an opportunity to counterpunch. Representative Jeffries, he said, and I'm quoting him, he said, you and Governor Abbott need to stop acting like, or start acting like governors and stop acting like human traffickers. First, what is your response to that? And second, is there a second migrant flight going from Texas to uh, Delaware? So when Biden is flying these people all over the fruited plain in the middle of the night, I didn't hear a peep out of those people, okay? I didn't hear a peep. I haven't heard a peep about all the people that have been told by Biden, you can just come in and they're going, they're being abused by the cartels. They're drowning in the Rio Grande. You had 50 that died in some shed in Texas. I heard no outrage about any of that. Uh, I haven't heard outrage about all the fentanyl that's come across the border that's killing Americans in record numbers. I don't hear, I don't hear outrage about the criminal aliens that have gotten through and have then victimized people, not only in Florida, but all throughout the country. I didn't hear any outrage about that. The only thing I hear them getting upset about is you have 50 that end up in Martha's Vineyard. Then they get really upset. Folks, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. The Republican Party moving forward should anchor itself in conservative values, of course, well, well, that's obvious. No, it's not. The Republican Party has anchored itself in soft Democrat values for a long time. 
That's number one, the marker for success. Number two marker for success moving forward is treat the media as the hostile political opposition that they are. They are not serious people. Do not talk to them like journalists unless they act like journalists. If they act like activists, then that's how they should be treated. That's why Ron DeSantis is coasting to victory down here in Florida. See how things turn out. Election hasn't happened yet. I want to get ahead of the skis. But in Florida, a state where Republicans typically win by 0.00001% of the vote, everything's close. You got a guy coasting to a victory here. Charlie Crist isn't even close in the polls. I mean, things could change, of course. And Trump won by a couple points. This is how it's done. They both had the same attitude. There's a reason. It works. All right, let me get to my uh, last sponsor, and I want to get to the story. Joe Manchin screwed everyone over, screwed the entire country over. I don't know how more people don't see it. He totally screwed us over. This is an energy homicide plan. I've been mistakenly calling this energy suicide. No, it's energy homicide. I'll show you what I mean in a minute. And that is not an exaggeration. I mean, the literal people will die. I'm not kidding. Bring the facts to back it up in a minute. Folks, I sleep on a Helix mattress. I have the Midnight Lux. I'm a side sleeper. Uh, it's great for my shoulder the support I need. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You're going to love it. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up feeling rested and refreshed. Helix Sleep, it's H-E-L-I-X, has a quick quiz. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique. Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever have to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. For a limited time, Helix is offering up to $350. That's a lot. Off all mattress orders and and two free pillows, too, for listeners to this program. It's our best offer yet. Hurry on over today. It's helixsleep.com slash Dan. Sleep better tonight. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Check them out. Thanks, Helix. So Joe Manchin screwed over America. The guy is the fakest of fake uh, uh, Democrats out there. He's fake. He's a total phony. He pretends to be this like blue dog, different guy. Joe Manchin, single-handedly, again, that's a literal statement. He was the vote. Joe Manchin single-handedly pushed through the Inflation Production Act. That is going to make inflation worse. And now they're pitching because they know it didn't reduce inflation because inflation went up from 8.2 to 8.3 this month. Now the Inflation Reduction Act, they're hilariously pitching is what it really was in disguise, which was the Green New Deal 2.0. Wait, I thought Joe Manchin's from an oil and gas state. Why would he be pushing the Green New Deal? Because Manchin's a phony. Gosh, Joe, we've been warning about Joe Manchin again since I live in, lived in Severna Park. Ad nauseum. This is like, ad no, we have told you this guy's a fake. Yeah. So what did Joe Manchin do? Let me walk you through how he screwed you all over. Well, I told you the first part. He was the deciding vote on Green New Deal 2.0, which we're now dealing with. A bunch of handouts to green companies. Well, he told everyone, he said, no, 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 folks. I'm only doing this because I was promised by the Democrats a deal making oil and gas permitting easier, which would be a big deal. He was promised by Democrats. Of course, if you're a listener to this show, we laughed at that. 
because we said there is no way the Democrats are going to sign on to making oil and gas permits easier to get. Well, Joe, uh, Joe, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. Why do you think I would predict the Democrats? This is not a trick question. All right. We're not going to permit oil and gas permitting, even though they told Joe Manchin they would. Just, it's not a trick. Why do you, why do you think the Democrats oh, would screw them over? Because they're Democrats. Because, <laughs> yes, the verdict is in. Armacost is a genius because that's oh, what they do. It's like that old line about the snake. You take in the injured snake, you put a little bandage on it. The snake says, thank you and love you. And then all of a sudden you get up one day and the snake's better and it bites you. you go, Why'd you bite me? I saved you because I'm a snake. That's what <laughs> Democrats are. You, you, you've heard that story a thousand times. It's the Democrats. Here you go. Just the news. A lot of just the news articles in the newsletter today. Nicholas Palacy. As House progressives block mansion deal with Dems on, wait, block mansion deal with Dems on oil and gas permitting? Mansion blames the GOP. <laughs> Folks, you are not wasting your time here. Everything I've told you has come true. So Manchin lies to you. I've got this deal with the Democrats. He never had a deal. I'm going to vote for the Green New Deal, but don't worry. We're going to help you, the oil and gas company. The oil and gas companies end. The permitting gets totally stopped by progressive Democrats who never had a deal with this guy. He lied. And then he turns around and does a dipsy do and blames the GOP. This is not energy suicide, ladies and gentlemen. I'm changing my remarks moving forward. This is energy homicide. These progressive leftists, Joe Manchin included, that's what he is. He knew this. Stuff. He knew he had no deal. He's a freaking liar. He always been always been a liar. West Virginia, if you vote for this guy again, the Republicans over there, he had a lot of Republican votes. I will be extremely disappointed. I don't know if that matters to you or not. I cannot believe this guy continues to get elected. Liberals are killing people. Folks, this energy crisis, because we can't get oil and gas permitted and produce more, is killing people. Hat tip Michael Schellenberger. He's, a, uh, he's really good on the climate stuff and the Green New Deal nonsense. This was on his Twitter feed. Look at these headlines. Around the world, there's a crisis. Putin's holding back his gas. They won't let us produce more here. Bloomberg, frigid winter in Japan, set to intensify the global energy squeeze. Japan's predicting its winter's going to trend colder. And they need heating fuels, folks. They're an importer, the world's second biggest. People are going to die. You understand that? More people die of the cold than die of the heat. Here, here's another one. New York Times, Liz Alderman. Crippling energy bills are forcing Europe's factories to go dark. Folks, they don't have any energy to produce stuff. Stuff they need to survive. Europe, Japan, it's happening around the world. And where's this all coming from? Not just progressive shutting down permitting, but they're shutting down money flowing into the fossil fuels industry money that could help you produce more oil and gas. CBS News, movement to defund fossil fuels is coming for the private equity industry. Oh, that sounds like the beginning of the show where you were talking, Dan, about financial warfare. Yeah, it was. See how it all ties together? Oh, notice this little story at Bloomberg. Fascinating, isn't it? Bloomberg. Tellurian plunges after axing $1 billion bond for a liquid natural gas plant. DeLorean Inc. withdrew a $1 billion high-yield bond sale, leaving the future of its U.S. natural gas export project in limbo. 
The stock plunged 24%. Folks, oil and gas represent freedom. You put it in your car. You can still pay in cash. There's not a central bank digital currency yet. Drive and go wherever you want. Not being silly when I tell you they represent actual freedom. The ability to move freely and transport yourself freely without government oversight is a very component of economic freedom and liberty. You understand now why they need to disconnect the oil and gas business and make everything electrified cars with a CBDC? If they can't connect you to the grid, watch what you're doing, shut you down, and determine who gets the money and whose grid gets turned on and gets, it gets turned off, their totalitarian future is screwed. They can't have you at a pump with cash. They need you on a grid in your house they control. It's right there. It's right there. The evidence of their totalitarian impulse is right there. All you got to do is open your eyes to it. All right, folks, I got one more story, and then we're going to wrap up just a tad bit early today because I really hope, gosh, I hope and pray you watch uh, the, uh, the whistleblower interview tomorrow and Friday. It is, uh, it is outstanding. And I want to uh, thank uh, both uh, Guy and Joe for working extra long to get this, uh, get this, this, this was a lot of, and, oh, and Paula, please, Paula, and, and obviously the whistleblower as well for uh, doing what he did, but Paula worked really hard too. So thank every, the whole staff. It's not just me doing the interview. I was actually a small part of it. Yeah. You guys did a great job. A lot of work went at this, but I want to play this for you. Um, again, the totalitarian future, of course, involves the government. You being surgically attached to the government through every stage of your life. Remember that uh, Julia ad by the Obama administration? Here's Julia when she's bored and the government loves Julia. Here's Julia when she's two. Julia when she's five. Julia, Remember that? Remember the Julia thing? We played it on my Fox show a couple of times. So uh, one of the parts of government totalitarian controls at every stage of your life, you are financially attached and at the whims of the government. Hence the financial warfare, the left is, is, uh, is involved in as well. And one of the ways to do that is to make sure that the colleges and the education system are fully reliant on government loans and the payoff of government loans. That way they know not to get unwoke because if they do, the government will cut the umbilical cord, right? Here's Kamala Harris saying now, this is great. Kamala Harris, is, Kamala Harris, it doesn't even matter if you finish college or not. If you didn't finish college, spread the word, tell everybody around, no fear, we'll pay those loans off too. Here, check this out. If you received a federal loan before July 1st of this year, you are eligible. If you have a friend or a sibling or a cousin who acquired that student loan debt to the point that they may have had to leave before graduation, you needn't have graduated to apply for the debt relief. So please help me get the word out. Well, that is a sucker punch to the gonads. Uh, definitely. I hope you had a cup on. I hope you had a cup. So you don't even have to have. So again, on the student loan thing, if you finished college with a student loan and therefore you will be making more just based on statistics, you will be making more than people who didn't. We're supposed to pay for your financial improvement. Us people who did or didn't finish college. That's us. But if you quit and pulled the plug early for some reason, you didn't like college and you made a mistake going there. Obviously you thought it was a mistake or right. Or you wouldn't have left. Not my, th you thought that. Then I have to pay for that too. What a win-win, right? For the umbilical cord surgically attached uh, to the government teat left. What a win. Spread the word. In finished college, we'll pay for that too. 
All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, I really appreciate it. Again, please subscribe to the podcast today. That way you get the notification in your inbox. The subscriptions also help us stay on the podcast charts. They're free, totally free. It's of no cost to you. Uh, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and also the video version of tomorrow. We'll be on rumble.com slash Bongino exclusively tomorrow and Friday. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We'll deeply, deeply appreciate you checking out this interview. It's really, really important. Pay really close attention to what he sells about the intelligence investigations and the accumulation of information on American citizens. It was a shocker to even me, and I thought I'd been shocked before. He is a brave guy, man. Spoke out. He's got a lot of guts. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.